Welcome to the Diverse Minds Podcast, where we give you the tips, tools, and techniques you need to be a mentally healthy and inclusive leader. Each week, you'll hear about a variety of topics linked to mental health, well-being, and diversity that will enhance both your professional practice and personal well-being. Welcome to the 165th episode of the award-winning Diverse Minds Podcast. And this is the final episode for our Black History Month 2022. But I'm excited to say we're focusing on activism and activism through community radio. So to join me in speaking about this more is Ken Oluku, the co-founder of an independent community radio station called Witinde or Waiting Day, spelled W-E-T-I-N-D-E-Y, streaming 24-7 worldwide from the heart of Greater London with a local and global audience. And what Waiting Day do is provide the best in mainstream Afro-urban music, entertainment, interactive talk shows, breaking news, lifestyle and culture programs for the Black global majority diaspora. Founded in 2020 by a dedicated team passionate about promoting the rich African and Caribbean culture heritage worldwide. And actually the term waiting day or waiting day is a popular West African word, which simply means what's happening. And so the management team have a vast wealth of experience spanning over 15 years in the media industry, which you're going to hear more about. The mission is to bring you as a listener pleasure in a unique way, uninterrupted worldwide entertainment, including real life content that affect the black global majority lifestyle and community. So Ken, a huge welcome to the show. Thanks, Leila. I'm so delighted to be on your, your podcast today. I'm looking forward to this. Oh, so have we. So brilliant. And uh, I've just read out your bio, uh, but I think it's really great for listeners to hear a little bit more about what you're working on at the moment and what you're up to. Yeah, um, yeah there's two elements to Ken. So I've got the first side, that's my professional part. You know, I've been in HR for almost 15 years, uh, doing quite a lot of projects, but um, of all the projects, um, equality diversity inclusion is something that I really really uh, I hold very close to me it's something I'm really passionate about one as an individual as a person and as a professional then on the other side of Ken I'm very very passionate about promoting the community and we all know that the media has got very strong voices a good tool to use and sometimes we underplay it but but people don't really know the importance of, you know, using that media as a yardstick. So um, I'm a co-founder of Waiting Day Radio. It's, it's a West African slang, which means what's happening, you know, waiting day, you know. So if I ask the spell it, it's like saying waiting and day, what is pronounced, waiting day. <laughs> so, uh, so myself and my co-founder, we wanted something that really, you know, attract not just people from around our community, but also the wider audience, but we wanted something to create our identity. So that's how Waiting Their Radio was formed. Um, I've been running for about just over two years now, and um, we're still looking to grow stronger, but um, we've, we've had all the immense support within and outside the community. We've been able to speak to a lot of personalities from sporting, religious, you know, academics, name it, all sorts, doctors, it's something that we're really looking forward to strengthening. And um, not also that. So apart from just the entertainment part, we've got the talk shows as well. We've got the what we call infotainment. So we want people to still have fun while listening. So we've got a lot scheduled. And at the minute, it's Black History Month. So it's our theme as well. So we're looking to get loads. Of, well, we have been getting great guests on. And um, yeah, the journey continues. <laughs> yeah, it's really exciting. And, you know, I know your community radio station has been running for two years, but how how did you set it up and how easy or difficult is it to set up a community radio station? 
Yeah, great question. Um, for me, again, as a set media, I've always realised it's a, it's a it's a yardstick that a lot of us don't, especially around our community. When I'm in around our community, I'm talking about ethnic minority, African, Caribbean, Asian community. We don't really understand or know the importance of what we're, how we can use the media to our own positive advantage. Because I always say it's always better when you tell our own story rather than getting a mainstream telling your story. Because sometimes they, you know, they edit quite a lot of things or they add this very sad part to create that. But when we're telling our own story, it's a lot authentic. Yeah, for me, radio, I, I came into radio about 10 years, 10, 11 years ago. In fact, the first show was actually BBC Radio Leicester. So um, I came in as a guest. It was called Into Africa. It was a community um, show at the time. And then someone just said, oh, you know what? You're very passionate about anything Africa, promoting the image. Why don't you go on it? So it was just one of those, okay, you know what? I'll give it a go. Went on it and I loved it. And ever from there, the journey just started. And then for me, I was like, okay, if I could do this for the BBC, why can't I do it for myself? And then obviously it's about looking for like minds. I was able to meet my co-founder. Uh, he also shares a lot of technical knowledge in terms of music production and all of that. So we came together and then we formed it. We thought, okay, the way forward is doing things online now because terrestrial radio, I could be driving from London heading towards Kent, I'll lose the frequency and we don't want people to lose that. So we thought, let's go, let's go with what is in. This is 21st century. Let's go web-based. And then we created our app. And so we've got a global audience. And um, it's so immense because sometimes when we're watching the eyeballs, you know, to see where people are listening, we, we get listeners as far as China, Canada, Australia, Brazil, you know, places you, you wouldn't imagine. I'm like, okay. So yeah, but the journey is never easy. It's never a walk in the park. So we're just putting all the resources, using all the right platform as well, and speaking to the right people and like minds to take it to the next level. So two things while you were talking that struck me. One is the proverb, and I don't know which part of Africa it's from, but it is until the lion is able to tell the story, the hunters is always glorified, which which it reminded me of what you said. And then the second thing was, how did you afford to set it up? So how costly is it to have a community radio online? Like, I just don't know. It's it's brilliant. And how do you do it? Yeah. Okay. The first one about the uh, proverb. Yeah, that's a typical African uh, proverb. I can't really tell if you know Africans. Where I always say we're one, regardless of all the boundaries, northwest, eastward. You know, so that's all geographical. But yeah, they say until the uh, yeah the hunter will always get the glory. So yeah, yeah, until yeah, the lion so, can tell its story. Until yeah. the lion tell it. Yeah, you've said it out. So um, yeah, um, in terms of the setup, it was something that, as I said, I've been on radio 10, 11 years ago. So it was something that I'd always planned, but then I wanted to sort of get the right time to hit it. And so I had savings, you know, and again, I was, my co-founder, as I said, is a good, uh, he's into all the music production. So he had a few of the equipment and then we just came together financially. Uh, first thing was to get a very, very strong um, network base. So, so that, you know, cause we knew we we're gonna be streaming to the world. So we didn't want anything interrupted. And then uh, we got a little space, started it, and um, gradually we've just been building it. Really, yeah, it's it's cost effective. Um, you know, it's it's just getting the right the right equipment. And the good the beauty of it is, where it's not a terrestrial radio where you got to get massive speakers or everything is all compact now. As you know, but obviously some of them are expensive software, um, speakers, you know, things like that. So you just need to get those small but compact things, and we can move them around. So we also see ourselves as a mobile studio because sometimes we even go to community events where we set up and we've done it in Greenwich as well, where we interviewed like um, a few of the councillors, the government officials as well. So yeah, it's something I'll encourage everyone that's very passionate. Yeah, it does take time. Obviously outside your day job or family life, you know, you just need to make more time around it as well. But um, the sky is always our limit when we set set the goals, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, brilliant. And thinking about radio and uh, activism. So the theme for Black History Month is, of course, action, not words. Um, radio and activism we're talking about today. What does the term activism mean to you? Right. Yeah. Activism to me is I, I wouldn't I wouldn't come up with a formal definition. I'll just say my own way. It's about it's a social movement. So when you come out there to one, create the awareness about what people might not know. And two, it's to kind of fight a stereotype. Because sometimes, you know, you're underlooked or it's, it's so these are the two ways I see. It. So activism to me is creating that image, creating that awareness, being, 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 being stable in telling your story, your process. And again, I know sometimes when people see the word activism, they think it's always violence or conflict. Unfortunately, yes, sometimes it looks like you need to apply a bit of force and conflict. But it's 21st century now, things can be done diplomatically. You know, but again, it's about having that clear strategy. So activism in, in a nutshell would be making your voice to be heard out there using any channel. So that's mm. that's Ken's own definition of activism. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's interesting when you mentioned violence, because I don't think of activism with violence. I know saying you're right. Some people do. Absolutely. Mm. But I don't. I think of activism as uh, getting up getting up in whatever way that looks like so it doesn't have to be physically getting up but you know getting up from your mind getting up and um working to change things for the better for yourself your community or other communities mm. um so yeah fascinating and then of course radio is a really good platform to share messages um and thinking about you know the particularly black communities and the plethora the plurality within that and you mentioned african african caribbean and everything in between um and mental health. So how do you think community radio is helping uh, the communities that you serve consider mental health, mental ill health and recovery? That's a good question, Leila. You see, uh, when, we, when, we, when we first aired um, Waiting Day Radio, we started around, obviously the planet started prior to COVID, but then we realized, hold on, do you know what? This is a golden time to, to launch because uh, that was around the time, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty in the world. Everyone was just sat there. The whole, like, the whole universe stopped functioning. You know, everyone was glued to TV, radio, social media. And we thought, you know what? Boom, this is the time. Let's hit it now. If we don't hit it now, it, 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 it will be harder to launch it at any, uh, you know, on a later date. So, um, again, because a lot of people were locked up, well, you know, what's the word now? What was it? Was it not locked up? What was that word? We were advised. Lockdown. Lockdown. Sorry. <laughs> what was I saying? Locked up. Yeah, lockdown. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the humor as well. So, yeah, so we're all on, you know, we're all on lockdown. So a lot of people were not used to staying in one place for too long. And that could have a, you know, have a detrimental effect on their mental health. So we thought, you know, what? why don't we start playing some soothing music, Afro beats, I'm a piano, you know, the old school R&B, start making people listen to us. And then let's throw in talk shows. So it's so funny because one of the first guests we had on where uh, she used to work for him, uh, it was Mind, you know, Mind the... Um, so yeah, so we got them again to start talking about mental health. And obviously around the African community, there's always that stigma that when people say, oh, you know what, I've got mental health, people just think, oh, shit. Oh, excuse my word. No, that's <laughs> fine. Know? Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. Um, excuse, yeah. So um, when people say, oops, you know, as soon as you hear mental health, that means the person has lost the plot because it's just a stigma from back in Africa when people, they just think everyone has got mental health has lost it up there. But sometimes it's state of mind and it needs, you need to talk to people. So I remember one of the first guests we had on the show, she was like, listen, I know um, amongst our African community, we don't really like to talk about it. We just get that stigma that once we start talking about mental health, 
people go around the convenience of the person has lost the plot. But we're like, listen, sometimes you can even go and get confidential help. You know, ring like she was talking about mind at the time. You know, you don't even need to speak to a family member, pick up the phone, talk to a professional on the other end. So, um, yeah, so I think uh, moving forward, it's something that we need to start embracing whether we like it or not, it does exist. And it, it's not just a male thing or a female thing or an old or young or black or white thing. Mental health is a state of mind and it can affect anyone. The thing is, I always tell people it's okay not to be okay. So even if you think things are not going well, just try and, I'm sure, surely you can confide in one person, even if it's a friend or, but the most, if you can't, just pick up that telephone, speak to someone as a professional and open up, you know, and you never know where the next help would come rather than just bottling everything in, thinking about what family, community will think about you. And then it becomes, before you know, it goes out of hand. So uh, the media has also played a good role in, for us, we were able to use our platform to let people know within the community that, listen, it's okay not to be okay, but seek help. This is what you can do. So yeah, so I do, I do encourage people to go for counseling or any, any therapy if they're suffering from mental health. Mm-mm. um so do you do you feel that message is landing then and so again two questions for me is that do you feel that message is landing um you know and what's your sense of that and secondly is it still the case that it, it you know there is um in many african communities and we're talking about a continent we're talking about a continent's diaspora as well um that people ask there is still that stigma around it or is that almost a colonial hangover if you like I'll be honest, um, I think there's more awareness now because, again, when you don't talk about things, how can you get a solution? How can you get a solution of the solution? So I think amongst our community now, because I do, you know, my free time, I do go out to quite a few community events around the country. I can see that people are now embracing it. Okay, let's talk about in the diaspora first. Obviously, for us, we also need to educate people back home. But again, I still keep in touch with trends happening back home. And there's a lot of talk now around mental health. So people are now saying, listen, because, you know, about two weeks ago in Nigeria, a very popular restaurant chain owner hung himself or took an overdose, I think, if I remember. And everyone's like, how can a rich guy, that guy is loaded, you know, he's got chains of restaurants. How could he just kill himself? Well, well then, you know, I, I like to go into those sort of forums and see people comment. And people are like, listen, this mental health is real. It, 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 it's not about you being rich. It's not about you being from a wealthy family. It's not about you having a good career. It's just the state of mind. So then I was impressed. I was like, mm, okay, I'm glad the education is going out there because ideally back in the days, people would just thought, why did he kill himself? People would have even started saying maybe someone came in to kill him or they wouldn't have ever thought that he would do it himself because apparently it happened around 4 a.m. There's another popular Nigerian DJ as well, Liverpool. The same thing as well happened a few weeks ago. Um, he also committed suicide. And everyone's like, he was such a jolly good fellow. It was a life of party of everywhere. So again, when you start putting these things out there, unfortunately, yeah, obviously, the you know, loved ones are lost, you know. People are, you know, uh, bereaved, but people are now saying, okay, these guys look on the outside, they're very successful, they're very happy, but deep down, they could go back home and hang themselves. So uh, I think sometimes we tend to look at reality and paint the picture. So I think amongst the community now, people are now embracing it. And for us as well, as as a platform, as, as a radio station, we keep talking about it and we say, listen, it is real and it's okay not to, it's okay not to be okay. So don't think because you're going, you're suffering, it, it means that you've lost the whole world. No, the first thing you need to do is start looking for a solution. So I hope um, the, the, the cause um, and, 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 the, and the work towards promoting mental health around the black community, African community, Asian community, Caribbean community will continue. 
and hopefully, uh, hopefully the government as well can also support projects like that and support all the organizations coming together to promote it. So, yeah. Yeah, once we know which government we have. But anyway, uh, yes, so I'll park that there. Um, and I'll ask you, um, so, you know, hopefully people are listening and they're thinking, yep, this is something I want to get involved in. So if people want to get involved in community radio and activism mm. in this way, how how would you suggest they go about doing that? Right, okay. I'll, I'll speak about our one first, Waiting Their Radio as a station. We're very open. So most of our talk shows, if you go on our website, um, so we have a comment section for each talk shows. So people can leave their comments. And what we said, even our my presenters, I always say to them, you know, during intervals, just announce to say, leave your honest opinion. Obviously, we're not saying you're going to start using the wrong words, you know, because it's it's if we think it's not derogatory or you know, cause any kind of you know, we won't put it out there. Inflammatory. Inflammatory, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah any inflammatory word but again we're open to positive criticism so people have been able to write on those walls to say oh you know I'm, i really want to be interested i'm interested i want to be involved and it's so funny because a lot of our presenters were not even professionals in the radio on on radio so what we just do uh, myself and my co-founder we just sort of take time out we, we interview them obviously see their portfolio and we we'll always say you don't have to come from a media background but the first thing we want is the passion and the second thing is that passion for the community, because what we're doing is for the community. You know, we're an independent community station. We're not regulated or run by the government or anything. So it's just our story. You know, we're telling our own story. And a lot of times people are like, oh, I want to I want to go have a go. We spend time, we do the training, the voiceover, um, you know, what I tend to do more. I say, listen, I won't choose a topic. I won't choose the theme for your talk show. Go back and think about what you're passionate about. If it's fashion, if it's love, if it's football, if, you know, whatever, then come back to us and we'll just sort of fine tune it. And we also encourage to go out to the community, try and get speakers from our own community. Obviously, we're open to the wider audience, but what we're trying to, our aim is we want to, we're telling our own story by our own people, for our people. But again, it's a worldwide stream. And it's, you know, we've had Caucasians, you know, Europeans come on it as well, giving us their view as well. And they even get excited, like, oh, I'm going to be talking on an, um, on an African radio station as well. So it also adds more to their portfolio as well. So, yeah, so it's something that I, obviously you got to make time for it. Uh, it's not a full-time thing. So if you've got one day in a week that you can devote to record with us, obviously do all your research, current trends, or anything that you're passionate about, we're open and you can get us an info at waitingdayradio.co.uk so um, yeah or go on any of our social media platforms uh, just leave us a line with your contact number definitely within 48 hours someone will be in touch and um, we'll take it from there so yeah so that's how we've been going and uh, we, we do have talk shows various topics from love sports banter youths whatever name it we've done all sorts and we're still doing it yeah yeah, brilliant. And I guess if people want to get involved in their local community radio as well, um, mm. is to, to check to check out. I mean, is there a? I don't even know the answer to this. Is there a central place that people can search for their own community radio stations? How do people go about finding this information? Yeah, that's true. Um, there's there's a there's a platform now that is sort of really big, and it hasn't been running that wrong. It's called um, Radio Garden. I don't know if you've heard about it. So Radio Garden is really good because. Um, We've also, we're also um, at it, we're also on that platform. So again, people can just go wherever, what part of the world you are, just, it's it's a very, I encourage people to go and it's really nice. It shows the map of the world and then you hoover, just hold, just move your mouse around any part of the world. You see loads of 
radio stations. Some of them might not have that community name to it or whatever, but again, it's worth a try and you can just give them a call. But I don't think there's a central, not that I'm aware, but I know someone was saying perhaps the British Arts Council do work with a lot of community radio stations. Or as a rule of thumb, you know, if you think there's a big community, if you're sort of your kinsmen around that area, just Google, put the, maybe the name of your tribe or your country radio station on Google and it could come up. Because again, there are different themes to it. But Radio Garden, I recommend it's, it's it's the next big thing on radio. Very, very good. Brilliant. Thanks, Ken. That's super helpful. And, you know, as an advocate for mental health and the work that you do with, you know, organisations and HR, uh, and as a busy professional, how do you look after your own mental health? What are your top three tips that you'd like to share with listeners today? Yeah, that's that's a great one, Leila, because uh, uh, you got to look after yourself to be able to, to, be, to look after people. It's just like, you know, when you're when you're uh, when you're traveling in an aircraft and they tell you you've got to put on your mask or your oxygen first before you even help the next person. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Um, it's a good question because um, trying to balance everything is never easy. But for me, um, I think what keeps me going, the drive is the, the resilience is I'm very passionate about what I do from my professional life to my community work. So I'm very passionate. So um, I still, you know, make time out for my wellness. You know, still I do a bit of boxing here and there. So I just take time out, you know, just exercise, put my phone away, uh, just do that physical stuff, play football as well, almost every other week. So that's good. It helps in my the physical side of things. And then uh, sometimes I just detox from my mobile phone. <laughs> Believe it or not, sometimes we don't know we consume quite a lot of uh, social media. So sometimes I go through a phase where even my family, they even know, like, you call me, I don't pick up. Not because I don't want to pick up, but I'm going through that section. But I would always text. So people that know me now, I'm a big texter because I'm like, gosh, what I do from work to community, I'm constantly talking on the radio, at work, advising or putting up projects. And I come home again, gosh, okay, let's just drop a text. So I detox from uh social media and then lastly as well i i won't even lie i've you know nothing nothing to hide i've you know we all go through that pain where we met we have that mental breakdown and i have gone to seek for professional advice nothing i'm not even going to hide it and again it's something that (laughs) i would encourage everyone you know it's not there's no point putting up the macho macho art there and uh you know you just feel like i don't need it trust me we're all humans we have a melting point and once we get all oh, that breaking point per se, once you identify, please, 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 I repeat, look for help. It could be confidential. You could you can confide in one friend or one family member. But listen, it's about you looking for that solution out of it. Because the worst thing that would ever happen is you bottle it and then eventually you shut down. You're going to be causing a lot of stress to those family members. Again, they'll be bereaved and, you know, we'll lose our, our loved ones to be, you know, going through all that pain, trying to mourn you or whatever, you know. So, yeah. So these are my three top tips. I hope I've, I've been clear about it. Yeah. Thank you, Kate. Really great tips. <laughs> I love the detox, the boxing, the exercise, and then, yeah, seeking help. And I think that's a very powerful message coming from you because I think there'll be many people who uh, identify with you and also might look like you and think someone like me should be strong enough. So I think hearing mm. that from you is very powerful. Mm. Um, and of course, you've given some links and I will have include them in the show notes but do you want to just recap again if people want to contact you um how should they do that and it will be in the show notes all right um yeah so uh so to listen to us uh, we're 24 hours um worldwide stream so as i said earlier you, you can be as far as brazil china australia new zealand you know you can still tune in uh so it's uh, our web base is www waiting so w so i'll sell it whiskey echo tango india uniform waiting then delta echo yankee 
radio or one word uk. So that's where you can get us on the website. You know, if you just go in on your phone, your laptop, your tablet, just click on it. We're live 24-7. You know, it's not easy, but we do try to keep up, you know, good music as well. And then we get all our talk shows in between. We tend to have most of our talk shows about after seven-ish on a daily basis, just when we know people are sort of heading back home, cooling off for the day. But yeah, so that's where you can catch us. We're app-based as well. So you can catch us on Android. On um, Apple, I'm not a big Apple fan, so I always stutter every time I talk about it. <laughs> but you can just put Waiting Day Radio will come up as well. Again, you listen to us uninterrupted. Please always remember bottom is a bottom bottom left. Click play. So a lot of people will think as soon as they click on it, it would go on. No, but obviously for privacy and everything, we don't expect that you just download it and start. Even I'm sure even with the BBC ones, there's always that play button because we always get feedback. People are like, oh, I saw your page, but I couldn't hear anything. So bottom left, click the play. And then, um, yeah, and on social media, we're very active on Twitter. We tend to give daily news updates about the diaspora in the UK, back home with global events. Um, yeah, keep up to date with that. Again, it's Waiting Day Radio. We're on Facebook as well. It's Waiting Day-UK. So we tend to do some online stream as well on Facebook where we've got guests. They're not able to come into the studio, so we do virtual. And sometimes people want to like, oh, we need to see their faces, so we stream live there as well. And then last but not the least, we've got Twitter as well. Um, um, sorry, um, Instagram. So we tend to, especially when we're launching new talk shows, we tend to use that a lot. We put it out there and let people know this is what's coming up. So yeah, so these are the platforms that you can catch us. And as I said earlier, the plan now is to start doing a lot of mobile radio. So we go to community station, uh, community events that we set up. So we have, the, you know, those little gadgets, all smart stuff, and then we interview people as and when and stream life as well. So, yeah, so that's, um, we're looking to go stronger and stronger. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ken. Really interesting, really great conversation. And also, if you're interested, do check out, the, and I'll put it in the show notes, my episode with Anita Powell, where we talk about uh, community radio in Bedford. So people might like that episode as well. And, you know, there's other things I didn't mention as you were talking about giving information and tweets for people back home. I was thinking about no more SARS. I was thinking about all the things that we don't have recognition of in the UK. So really important work that you're doing for globally and for the diaspora and for British people. Um, who identify with the communities and beyond. So thank you so much, Ken. It's been a joy to speak to you. Very uplifting. And um, I hope that's inspired people to get involved in community radio. Thanks a lot, Leila. It was a great delight being on your show. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm so impressed. You know, I see that you touch the hearts of the community professionally and, you know, media-wise. Keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, as I say, we need to keep telling our own story as well. And the world is our oyster. Thanks for having me once again. Thank you so much, Ken. And don't forget, everyone, join us next month, next week, because we are having a new series all about food, well-being, nutrition and mental health. So until then, everyone, take care and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Diverse Minds podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you access your podcasts from. You can also connect with me on Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. Tune into next week's episode of the podcast, where I'll bring you more insights on mental health and inclusion. Bye for now.